It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, one of the letters that the First Minister, Deputy First Minister and the Minister for Education will be reading is one that's very much in the public domain from uh, the teaching unions, also from the uh, Northern Ireland Teachers Council. Let me speak to their chair, Jerry Murphy. Uh, Mr Murphy, good morning. Good morning, French. Now, this is a letter that clearly states the teachers are frustrated. Are they frustrated because they feel in some form of medical danger or are they frustrated because they can't plan ahead? Well, I think it'd be fair to say, Frank, they're frustrated on those two grounds and another. Um, They're frustrated that... um, they're frustrated that they can't uh, plan ahead because well, they can't plan ahead with any certainty because they don't know what they're planning towards. So it would be imperative that um, you know the parameters are established, you know, for the period of closure and when indeed that period of closure would begin. Um, so that's one of the reasons why the letter's been written is to seek that clarity from the from the Minister of Education and indeed from the executive as a whole. Um, the other concern here is of course for the well being of the children and young people um, and society more generally, but in particular as teacher unions, we are concerned for the health and well being of our members. Uh, so, you know, those are the primary concerns, if you like. If the medical advice is that it's best for the country, for the children to be at school, should the teachers not shoulder their bit of responsibility for the country, the way the nurses and doctors are? You know, I, I think the teachers have not shirked their responsibilities in any shape or fashion, Frank, from from this virus raised its very ugly head, you know, before Christmas. Um, but, you know, if we're talking about science here, you know, the teachers are asking for access to the science. You know, we want to engage with the science. We Teachers are rational, you know, people. Um, they want to engage with the science, and they're appealing for more information to be released. We want to see the modelling. We want to see what the modelling says about the effects on, 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 you know, the vulnerable schools and colleges, and what effects, you know, that in particular are going to have on our members and on the children and young people who are in their care. So, you know, we're not afraid of the science. Show us the science. Convince us, because singularly, 
that's been a singular failure on the part of the department and the minister to date. I'm just wondering if part of the problem here is the separate jurisdictions. I just want to remind people of what the Taoiseach said last night in his address to the nation at nine o'clock. Here's just an important line from that and keeping in mind that they've already closed, they've already closed the schools in the Republic of Ireland. Not all superheroes wear capes. Some wear scrubs and gowns. And all of our healthcare workers need us to do the right thing in the weeks ahead. Our community services and hospitals are being tooled up. Essential equipment is on the way. Retired staff are returning to service. People are training for change roles. This is the calm before the storm, before the surge. And when it comes, and it will come, never will so many ask so much of so few. We'll do all that we can to support them. The Taoiseach speaking last night live to the nation. And of course, our teachers in Northern Ireland are listening to that. And they're seeing guidance from just down the road that's totally different from guidance from just up the road. That's part of the problem, isn't it? Absolutely, it's part of the problem. Um, you know, the NTO, as you know, um, the union that, I, that I'm employed by, um, it is is um, across both jurisdictions. Um, and, you know, it's the concern of our members, uh, indeed the concern of teachers everywhere, that uh, everything is done across the island to ensure that, that we can slow down the spread of the virus and in particular slow it down within the, within the schools. Um, it doesn't help that there is indeed conflicting advice. And, and not only is there conflicting advice um, north-south, if you like, there's now conflicting advice coming out of Downing Street because Boris Johnson was advising that, you know, people shouldn't be congregating in large numbers. Now, if a school doesn't con- constitute a situation where people are congregating in large numbers, then what is it? So it's, it's impossible so, to to do the social isolation. That, that 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 that's recommended. It's even requested, but it's impossible for your staff and your customers to deliver. Well, yes, Frank. Like social distancing, distancing is just a physical impossibility in in schools right across uh, this place. You know. Uh, in addition to that, you know, you have more than one adult in, in the classroom, uh, in, in most classrooms now with with uh, classes. Uh, those classes, uh, teachers will tell you, um, have no problem transferring uh, the, the flu and the normal colds that a winter brings in normal circumstances. And this particularly virulent uh, virus um, shouldn't and won't and isn't having any bother, you know, transferring across, uh, you know, at the moment from, you know, amongst the school population. Whenever the schools do close, they they are going to close. We've been told that by the First Minister. It's just when, and it's understandable that teachers are asking the question, let us know when it is. As As for planning... Can you teach from somewhere else? Will the, will the teachers actually physically be in the schools teaching in a remote way to children on, on iPads via the internet elsewhere? Is, is that part of the plan? Well, 
Well, it appears to be part of the plan. Nobody has shared the plan. Nobody has shared a central plan um, with the teachers. Um, what we have at, at the moment is a situation where schools are, are seeking to make provision as best they can. Now, that does mean, of course, they are likely to use the existing uh, computer network available to all students and teachers, which is C2K. There are a number of issues here, Frank, however. There are issues of access. Not every child is lucky enough, you know, to have um, the iPad or access to a laptop in their own home. There, are, There is the question of, you know, broadband and Wi-Fi accessibility. And contrary to what, what some people may say, there is not complete, you know, broadband coverage across um, all, of the, all of the north, uh, you know, to a level with sufficient bandwidth to fully engage in uh, the the learning activities which we would all want for our children. Now, having said all that, teachers will and are in the process of preparing material and uploading that to the internet for access for, you know, those who will be able to access it. Um, I would have a concern that uh, the C2K network is going to be placed under unprecedented pressure here. It's unlikely to happen, but theoretically, the 340,000 young people in our school system and the 18,000 teachers all logged on. If they all logged on at the one time, it remains to be seen whether the network could uh, carry that sort of um if you like interaction, yeah, and, um, and and so if, the, if it's not if that's not possible, and it's understandable why it may not be possible, are, are yeah. teachers working towards distributing fact packs and uh, educational tools, the, the 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 old traditional jotters and guide uh, photocopied handouts? I think is what they used to be called back in my day. Well, Frank, you have some memory. Uh, the Indeed, um, teachers are preparing a range of materials and attempting to plan for a range of scenarios. But this is not easy. It's not easy for anyone. We're in uncharted territory here, and the teachers would really appreciate some clarity from the powers that be. Somebody needs to, you know, sit us all down and, you know, explain what is going to be expected here, explain how we're going to deliver it, and then teachers will rise to the occasion, as they always do, and deliver for the children and young people in their care. Well, just on, just one final point. Will teachers still be working? Are, are they still working in the Republic of Ireland? Are, are they doing something for the money that they're earning, or are they just sitting at home? No, they're not just sitting at home. Um, they, they, <laughs> they are continuing to provide insofar as it's possible. And... Uh, you know, to their students, um, you know, advice and guidance over the internet uh, by telephone and, uh, and uh, I presume by a range of other media uh, and communication tools. Um, I have had some contact over the weekend with my colleagues in the Republic and I, and I have seen some of the materials which are being prepared and sent home. 
um, to children down there. So no, it would be very wrong to suggest that teachers are sitting at home, you know, doing uh, doing nothing for their money. And if they do close for sixteen weeks, and that dovetails with the start of the summer holidays, is there is there a, an option on children returning if we if we beat this virus? Is there an option on children returning to school during the latter stages of July, being at school during August, unlike what is the tradition here? Um, Frank, um, if uh, if I had the I don't have a crystal ball, Frank. So, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I, I would think that that would be highly uh, unlikely, given that um, teachers, along with the rest of society, will have, will have already made plans. Now, of course, those plans may not survive, but will have made plans for the summer. Um, the period of closure, which has been discussed, you know, and I've heard numbers between 14 and 15 weeks would, would appear to, to suggest that may not be the case. And anyway, nobody, nobody appears to know how long this thing is going to last. So um, I really think that we should concentrate firstly here on resolving the issue of when these schools will be closed. That's what teachers want to know now. That's what will bring an end to the uncertainty. That's what will clear the way for teachers to get on with planning for the prolonged closure, which we all know is coming. Yeah, that is a, it's a reasonable, it is certainly a reasonable question to be asking. And of course, our thoughts are with all the children who are preparing for the major exams. That's another debacle within the debacle, how they're going to sort all that out. Uh, Jerry Murphy, Jerry, thanks for speaking to us. Thank you uh, very much indeed. You're welcome, Frank. So that's what the First Minister in particular, the Minister for Education, has to deal with. And at what point is he going to change his mind? Remember, this is the important element of what he's saying. He's saying he will follow expert clinical advice. And that's that's essential. Expert clinical advice in making any decision to close the schools. But as we know, as you would expect here in uh, Northern Ireland, uh, there is division among our politicians uh, between the DUP and Sinn Féin on when to close the schools. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.